Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, from next January, the city of Venice will require day visitors to make a reservation and pay a fee of between 3 and €10 to gain admittance to the city. The idea being to find some sort of a balance between the 19 million people who visit every year and concerns over how the city is being damaged. The personal finance journalist Jill Kirby has visited and lived in Venice many times and joins us now. Good afternoon, Jill. Afternoon, Sean. How many people, how many actual permanent residents are there in Venice? Well, they figure there's probably fewer than 50,000. And people I know there who live there say when you take in the uh, expat community, and there'd be a lot of people living in Venice who are British and French and Americans, um, it's probably maybe 45, 40, 45,000 actual Venetians. And the problem with Venice is that most of them are very old. Um, it's a city uh, that has very healthy people because, of course, there's no motorized vehicles whatsoever in Venice. So everybody walks. Mm. Um, They eat a very, you know, uh, healthy diet, lots of fish, um, lots of vegetables. Um, And it's really a small village. So, so up to a few years ago, most people would have known everybody a few years ago, 10 years ago, everybody would have known everybody in their, in their little area, you know, on their tiny island, of which there are 118 connected with tiny bridges. Um, but that's all changed, John, in uh, probably the last 20 years especially, because cheap, trans- cheap, cheap flights um, to Venice, uh, hello, thank you, Michael O'Leary of Ryanair, uh, and I've, I've taken advantage of them too, um, has meant that it's really inexpensive to get there now. Um, and of course, it is one of the most beautiful, most enchanting places in the world. I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely in love with the city, but I do not go in high season. I don't go for Carnival because the crowds are overwhelming. And that figure that you quoted of 19 million is probably a real underestimate. Um, nobody seems to know exactly how many, but the city keeps track of its own, um, its own taxes, its own, um, you know, taxes that tourists are charged. These are in hotels and apartments that are rented and through Airbnb listings. And they figure it, it could be 25 to 30 million. And that would have been pre-pandemic, or yeah, pre-COVID, because um, the city hasn't really recovered from that. And the huge numbers of tourists from China, especially, have not, have not returned. So, so the city is a bit quieter, but it's very, very busy again this season. I'm told um, on the weekends, a little quieter during during uh, the weekdays. And now, given that enormous demand, then for uh, and I assume there's enormous demand for accommodation in Venice. Is yep. that why there's such an elderly po- the, the remaining Venetians are elderly because you just can't afford to live there? If yeah, you're- very much so. I mean, the, the the difficulty is that when the Venetians pretty much. Uh, turned the city over to mass tourism. And that's in the last 20 years. It was a terrible mistake. Um, they really did think that it would, you know, help to uh, support the city. It's a very expensive place for the city authorities to maintain bridges and small calais and the transport system, which is very expensive, of course, the water buses. The, mm. um, and, and so they, they thought at the time, well, yes, of course, you know, people are traveling and want to come and we want them to come. Um, but it just resulted in everything else being pushed out. There are very few ordinary services for people anymore. Um, you know, all the little local shops and, and convenience stores, um, difficult for a long time to 
even find something like a hardware store if you needed light bulbs or you know whatever mm. the stuff is you buy in in, in there now um, some some of those are being replaced but they're really chain stores and they've got the spars are there Eurospar is now there but all the little local vegetable and bread shops and not all of them but most of them uh, are gone now and I go once a year I stay for a month um, and I see the changes every time I yeah. go even in the, the neighborhood that I always go back to. And even and people that would even who haven't even been there would be familiar with pictures of it. it, it it's very narrow streets, so those bridges yeah. for the most part are tiny. Structurally, I imagine, the city is being continually damaged by this huge amount of people coming in. Yeah, it actually is. And that's one, you know, people are saying, why are they doing this? Why are they introducing this day tripper tax? Well, mostly it's to deter people who only come for a day. Um, coming for a day to Venice is just a total waste of time and what little money you will spend because... Because everybody wants to see the three main sites, and it's all in the same central area, the Rialto Bridge, um, you know, uh, uh, San Marco itself, the piazza, the great piazza, and then the area around the great art gallery, the um, the Academy. It's a, tri- it's a Bermuda Triangle, Sean, um, Venice style. Mm-hmm. And the crowds are so huge there mm-hmm. that you are shoulder to shoulder with people. And I have a very dear friend, um, an artisan, who had to give up her little shop um, not far from there uh, a couple of years ago because the crowds were so dense in this tiny, tiny little little uh, Calais um, that if you were not on the edges of it, you couldn't get into her her store. The, the, the shop, you know, was in such a narrow space that the crowds just surged past, and you could not get out of the center of the crowd. And a guy who huh. uh, I used to go to that cafe all the time. He was there. His dad had it. His grandfather before him had to close his cafe because, again. He couldn't, even with so many visitors, he couldn't make enough money to keep it open and pay what are very, very high rents. That's extraordinary. I also, though, I mean, a lot of people who might go on a day trip to Venice wouldn't know what you just said and might go anyway. And a tenor isn't really going to put anyone off. Are they even even limiting the amount of, of people coming in at any given time? No, they're not. And that's what the big controversy is about this suggestion. It was made a few years ago, before COVID. Um, and everybody said the same thing then. And in fact, what they tried to do then is they put turnstiles up at some of the entry points near, near the train station and near the bus station and then at the Piazza San Marco. But we all know what happens with turnstiles. It's a big, huge queue of people. It takes you know, it takes ages to get them all through. And of course, the locals were unhappy about that too. So you pay your tenor, um, and then you, you end up taking ages to get through, uh, the area where you've arrived up to the places that you really do want to go. They are spectacularly wonderful and, and very, very, you know, typical of what you want to see in Venice. Um, but then you find yourself shoulder to shoulder with people, and there's not even really much of a chance to do the selfie. But the difficulty for the Venetians is that so many people in that small area is damaging things like the bridges, um, which some can be extremely small and narrow, and they're 500 years old. So the city is constantly having to put money into repairing damaged bridges, some of the approaches to the small Calais, the actual, uh, you know, buildings themselves constantly need to be 
the upkeep is, is very expensive and it's constant. Mm. And they don't think that a tenor would be enough. So a lot of people are now suggesting or have been suggesting even since this first was, was mooted that the numbers should be limited. Don't, don't charge them. I, I think people should still be charged because Venice is a very fragile place and it's very small and it's much in demand. So I think a tourist tax, a more realistic tourist tax is probably on the cards. But they're saying that if you limit the number of people every day coming into Venice to the equivalent of the population of Venice, which is, you know, 45, 50,000 perhaps at the most, then that's probably doable. And if you work that out over 365 days of the year, when there are visitors to Venice, that's 18 and a half million people. That's a lot of people. Now, they're, not, not, they're not all going to come in November when it rains or in January. Hmm. Um, but, you know, even if there were 15 million people, that's still a lot of people in a very tiny place, which is about two and a half kilometers by four and a half kilometers wide and long. It takes you less than an hour to walk from one end of, of Venice to the other. Do you think they would do something like that? No. <laughs> um, no, 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 absolutely not. The problem with Venice also, um, and I could go on all day about this, is that they've had really bad government for a long time. And the city council no longer even, um, no longer even operates in Venice anymore. It's in the nearby adjacent city of Mestre, which is just off the, off, off the, uh, uh, the train uh, link, you know, there's a, there's an actual uh, uh, link, a, a mm. physical link to Venice now from Mestre, and that's where the city council meets. That's where all the power is. There are so few people in the city that they have very little representation on the council anymore. So that's a difficulty. And the city top leading authorities, and I think including the mayor, really find Venetians troublesome. They're they're old. They're troublesome. They're kind of expensive. They're noisy in small numbers, um, and they seem to be fixed on this idea that Venice is and is becoming the cultural, the first post-industrial cultural city of the world, Disneyland effectively. Except yes. everybody hopes it'll be run as well as Disneyland. You know, where there would be controls on numbers, where there would be a lot of money going to preserve the city and conserve of its great art and architecture and would control the numbers. But, I mean, it's not Venice anymore <clears throat> if there are no Venetians. Yes. Um, and, and so that's its great dilemma. <clears throat> I don't really know what the solution is, but all I can say to everybody listening and everybody who knows me knows I say this all the time, don't go for just a day. Try and stay out of there in the summer. It's incredibly hot and humid. Yeah. Um, but go for three or four days. I mean, it is expensive. It can be eye-wateringly expensive, but it is one of the most beautiful, unique places in the world. Uh, don't go if you're not interested in any art or, or, or history. I mean, what's the point? You know, you're not going to enjoy it very much. But it certainly should be on everybody's um, to-do list someday. Uh, what time of the year do you tend to go at? I go in March. <clears throat> and I'll tell you why. It's after Carnival, uh, which can have 150,000 people a day arriving mm. and all squashed in, you know, to see the costumes and the, the floats and things on the river, or sorry, on the on the canals. Um, but I go in March. It's, <clears throat> I was lucky this year, it was 
uh, very bright but very cold. So no rain this year. But it can be wet. It can be kind of like Dublin, to be honest with you. Mm. Venice's weather is not great in the winter. It's it's misty and cold in the in the in the winter. It's wet in uh, in the, the 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 autumn and spring. But the crowds are not as great, and that's why I go. And yet by the end of March, because Easter is a, is is coming, uh, it gets very crowded on the weekends, and I I tend not to go out as much on a Saturday or Sunday. I'll or, or I'll certainly stay away from. From, from the Bermuda Triangle area. Jill, thanks a million for uh, speaking Not with us all. today. Uh, that was uh, personal finance journalist and Venetia File, if that's a word. Uh, Jill Kirby, there you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We'll take a break back in a couple of minutes. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.